Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Very Heroic Living. In this episode, Aaron and I went on location with someone who's very close to my own journey, and we wanted to give you a bit of a heads up. There are some quirky audio qualities. Uh, there are some moments where maybe someone stepped away from a microphone and the conversation kind of cuts off and picks back up. It's not your headphones. It's not your speakers. <laughs> it's definitely it's us. It's not you. There's some really good stuff, and we definitely enjoyed ourselves. So hope you'll enjoy listening. Thanks very much. Back to very heroic living. It's been a few months, Aaron. How you doing, man? Buddy, <laughs> it's been a few months. <laughs> I know we needed some time off. I think maybe we took a little more than we were expecting, yeah, but but yeah. we're back. That's all right. right. These things all take their course. I think this year is going to be good. We got some new direction. Got some some things in the works. It's our first episode with live music. It's too classy for the show, man. He's too good. I think we got to just let everybody know right away that what we've got going on right now is yeah. the other half of the whole story, as it were, is playing the piano right now for us. That's just a little cryptic. It is a little Spell cryptic. Spell it out like I'm five years old. My brother, Michael, yes. who wrote and plays all of our music is sitting a few feet away right now just enjoying himself his eyes are closed and that's why he sounded like drunk ray charles on that last note he missed the note oh man you just sucked the buzz right out of it (laughs) 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 turning sheet music like nah i hate the end of that song anyway Uh, but no, man, we're going gorilla style in your brother Michael's uh, living room right now, playing the piano, and uh, he's he's learning how to play the song again. You know, trying to get all the way to the end, so he can he can nail it next time. Now now his ego's involved already. You see it? Ooh! <laughs> no, he didn't. It's our first episode with live music outside of the studio in a real personal setting like this. And we're with the person who I shared my heroic journey with from day one, right? Yeah. So, you know, we were talking recently, and I think one of the most important things I can say to everybody is very heroic living is not about me and my story. It's about us and each of our stories. And that starts right here at home because I wasn't even the first one in my own family diagnosed. Mm. So in my case, in particular, this has always been our story, right? So very heroic living has always been 
my dad has his, you know, particular situation. I have mine. My brother's got his, but we all have been, you know, riding through this together. And, and that's the point. That's why we're here in the first place. Right. So everybody has their own story, but we're all here going through all of these really similar things to recover from the things that we've been through and to live our lives as best we can and to enjoy every day. Right. And all the things that we've been talking about. So, so like I said, I want to, I want to take your advice and, and reset a little bit and revisit really why we're even here in the first place and what very heroic living means to me. And I, you know, should mean to everybody who's listening. Yeah. So what does it mean? What is what does it mean? What's the what's the crux of it when you hear very heroic living? Obviously the VHL, the acronym is there, the initials are there, right? Von Hippo Lindau. And that's very much a part of what the story is, but it's also more than that. Like you said, it's going it's anybody that's going through anything, right? Right. Could right. be a rare disease, could be depression, could be death in the family, anything. And it all sounds morose and sad and uh, depressing right now, even the words that are coming out of my mouth. Yeah, it is a bit. Major chords and you guys are really walking up he, funny lines. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's supposed to be happy, bro. <laughs> so you're right, but... <laughs> so it is what it is. You know? That's the only context you'll ever hear me say something like that. Like, I don't like repeat. No, but you gotta like keep. You gotta keep. Metaphors. You gotta keep the major chords because they're keeping us from walking the other side of the line. And maybe we need to get you on that mic a little bit too, Michael. Huh? Yeah, you know. I mean. <clears throat> well, let's introduce our. our introduce guests. them, man. Let's let's, in, let's introduce our our pianist here, um, ladies and gentlemen. So after I've ever heard the board pronounced like that before. <laughs> Small applause. You call me a pianist. Tremendous, <laughs> tremendous impact. My favorite piano player. Mine too. My brother Michael Heisler. Ooh. He's Thank you. <sighs> They're so far away. So we're here talking about very heroic living in in its concept again. Because it's really important. It's I I think again, I think this is for me to share with everybody, this is the most important part. It's not about what you're going through. Right now, if it's happening to you, it's particular. It's your story. It's your experience. But afterwards, and for the rest of our lives together, really, we recover and we continue and we breathe and we try to live our best lives. And a lot of that really looks very similar. And so for me, a lot of that starts with being in a story with two other people in my family. And a lot of each of our stories, you know, it sounds the same and we were affected the same way and we walked a lot of the same path. But at the same time, we each have very individual experiences. So for me, that's really where it started. So I'm here with Aaron and my brother, Michael, to really bring us back to the beginning of what being your own hero means to you and also what it means to connect with other people who are going through a similar experience. And I think also finding the hero in yourself, right? Wanting to be a better version of yourself and kind of overcoming whatever circumstances that you have to deal with and sort of being an inspiration to others as best as you can. Doing this podcast is 
in line with a lot of support that exists these days yeah. that wasn't really around when, yeah. you know, in the beginning of our story, right. We were yeah. kind of, we had each other, which was great, but a lot of people didn't. Mm-hmm. And so support and sharing and kind of impacting each other with our own experiences is really important because then it can kind of inspire and bring other people to a, a place where they can realize that they are their own hero. In the or at least strives to be. Well, yeah. Or I mean, like everybody should be the, their, the, hero in their own story but ultimately you end up being the hero for somebody else so that they can be the hero in their own story because they maybe don't know how to or realize that right that they are right you know what i mean like that's that's it like you're not you know there's things to aspire to and 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 life goals and stuff and people who are your heroes but it's like yeah but at the at the end of every day it's like you know it's you and you and that's whoever to get gets there a share living it yeah right? like great, while it's yeah. happening it's all happening whatever it is well, it's real time so you don't even know what's happening right, right. it's just real like time. it's uh well you're, you're so into very it. real you're so <laughs> you're so in it and inside your own head that you can't even see like like I, there was a situation just like uh with my wife recently where she was describing something she's going through something right and she's the type of person that will be like She'll shrug it off. I can take it. I can take it. No problem. As long as I'm not inconveniencing anyone else, that's fine. And I, and I had to say to her, I said, you know, if, if we told this story and it happened to someone else, you would be furious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And that's just like the first thing. But on that, behalf that, of somebody yeah, else. Exactly. Right? Yeah, she yeah. would never let someone right. else shrug right. it off and say, yeah. I can take it. I can take yeah. it. How, you know? Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I mean. Like whatever you're dealing with internally, like sometimes you just won't stand up for yourself or, you know, see, see your own worth in a way. Right. So it's like you're saying like, you know, you find the hero in somebody else. Right. Michael. Yeah, sure. sure. It could be anything. Right. And and it's not like this big ego stroke, but like Joe, Joseph, you're, you're putting yourself out there telling your story, like intimate details about all this stuff and, and bringing in your brother as well and you gotta touch the other it's, <laughs> it's a lot man so <laughs> like just i guess thank you for just like having the courage to talk about what, what what's going on with you because it's not always easy you're welcome yeah <laughs> you know it's, like, it's hard it's almost it's almost impossible to respond to some things like no nah, just say just say thank you just say thank you i love you man um <laughs> uh, but but that's yeah. That's, if nothing else is just like helpful, it is. And but it, it draws it draws it draws a, a diagram for people. You know what I mean? Like it gives them. There's it. It becomes linear too. It's where you look mm-hmm. at somebody else, and then it's like, oh, I could do that <laughs> to whatever degree. Like I could do that in my own respect. So mm-hmm. you know, like yeah, Aaron said, yeah. this is like you know, ego stroke or not. It's like no, but the, ultimately, there's there's it's you know. You're just doing it, so it's like there's you don't even say it's it. There's humility in it because it's just what you do. It's what you're doing. Put that aside a little bit. Well, yeah, that's because there's not you know because you don't want to slap a word to it, and it's just like no, this is what we're doing, and you know it's going to help people. Like you, you know. Well, you and I know after all these years, right? How many times have we randomly had to sit in a room with other people who either have VHL or had some other situation going on, but we spent. Oh man, how many times did we end up spending hours with some strangers who ended up being almost like family by the time we left because we're in this room together. We both are 
very aware. It, just being it, total knuckleheads, goofing off, and yeah, yeah, and right. we're, like, we're just, the we're the best, worst. Like we walked in, we were in the lobby with when you're when you're kind of going through the heavy <laughs> right. stuff. Right? These days, yeah. it takes a lot of courage to be anybody. It's true, though. you know what I mean. It's true. Like so, you know, that's that's where where it all lands. Yep, to put um, yourself up to open to any kind of scrutiny on anything, <laughs> man. It's like the world's gonna attack you right away. That's I'm waiting for you it. Gotta like, be oh careful. man, somebody's yeah. somebody gonna like come get me for this and and like come at me and be like, what do you it's, think you're saying? Yeah, but it, it's gonna be a real tough to come at somebody who's like. <laughs> Yeah, I got cancer. Like, yo, listen to this cancer. Like, what is, yo, you got a lot of nerve, yeah, yeah. bro. You know what's right, my, you know what you think you are talking like you know what you're talking about. <laughs> Why is everybody from New York all of a sudden? You know the attitude. It's the attitude. But like, what's messed up about having VHL and a, a particularly, you know, do just like landing here, and that's it, right? It wasn't like, oh man, I got to my 30s and like everything got crazy, and you know, or family members or your survivors or it's just like no that's how we started i'm here this is you know it's like this is the rest of my life and you go from there what's messed up with vhl is that it it, uh has a tendency to create uh like an inferiority complex Mm -hmm. and like a massive ego right that just like how does that work yeah Yeah. they like flirt like for example at one point in our lives, especially because we, you know, we shared the experience so closely and like we were, you know, just close enough in years apart that like we hung out and we did all this stuff and like we did it right from, you know, right from the beginning. But it's like, for example, inferiority complex and a massive ego, like we thought we had the right to stumble into a funeral (laughs) <laughs> loud and obnoxious and it's like yeah that's interesting you know it's and it's a trip because it's like yeah. nah man but but that's coming up you know like we were kids doing this uh-huh. and then you get you know it's like you grow up fast but it's like you know you're still a 15 year old kid who doesn't know right much but to key <laughs> in a little bit about like the difference between your brother Joseph and you is you know he kind of is aware of a life before VHL where you were so young it was sure. like that's kind of all you knew right yeah, yeah yeah like you didn't know anything else yeah I mean that was just that's just part of it's part of life so like first memories it was like that was already happening so you know and I was young enough where it's like maybe I didn't I guess I didn't really like understand you know but I was like first memories like actually acknowledging it was like I was probably like in kindergarten. You know, so I'm already like five or six going into like first grade and then like surgeries started happening. And even then, like I'm, you know, I'm a, a little kid, so I didn't really, I guess I didn't really understand the gravity of the situation. Also because that's how I came in, I hit the ground running. <laughs> you know what I mean? What do you mean? It was, well, you know, it's like first memories in general are still like under the, if you want to say the umbrella of like having VHL. Right. But I was so... Like, since those are my first memories, they're not, you know, the difference between growing up with something and then, like, having it happen later in life, right? So, like, there's a completely different perspective on stuff. It's like, no, this is is me. Just, like, almost as if I didn't have VHL. Right. It was like, no, this is me. This is how I do stuff. I got to do this stuff. I got to go to doctors. You know, and fortunately, it's like, yeah, I have the parents that I did and Joseph and, like, 
fortunately, unfortunately, there was enough of us who had BHL, so we all like made it a group, a group effort, <laughs> right? But that's the fortunately, unfortunately. Yeah, it's like, yeah. well, uh, if I didn't have VHL, I would probably not be who I am today, right? You know, everybody is like, you know, the suffering makes me this person. It's like, yeah, I don't have much faith in the person I might have been if I didn't have VHL, which not for nothing is something that a lot of people could probably say. Mm-hmm. In 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 respect to you know, and actually having that perspective of, yeah, typically people don't like treat themselves that well. You know, people don't really acknowledge the you know other people around them. But you know, when you're in this kind of you're in this tax bracket, it's like that's all you do. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the VHL not, tax bracket. Well, you know, like the. You know, Terminal B, behavior. Terminal A, Terminal B, Terminal C. I was okay. just somebody. I'm picking up somebody from the airport tomorrow. <laughs> so, and I was like, "Do you think they should stop calling them terminals? Like, you had to go get Xanax just to take a plane." And they're like, "And it says terminal in big. Like, and it says and you're big, not going to make glowing it letters. And it's like, no, nah, but it's Terminal C, so you have a decent chance. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, right, I don't. Right, right. I started doing weird." Started doing weird math and stuff. It's such a dumb joke that I'm not sure <laughs> right? I've, I've ever heard before. It's like right there. It was terrible. Yeah. I was laughing and I, and I had the same moment. I'm like, I don't think that that didn't land right. That's also a dumb joke. I'm just gonna laugh. <laughs> no, but, um, back to back to acting like he didn't even have VHL. Yeah, this was just the way life was. Like I didn't know like, any better, almost. Like I was, right. ig- I was, yeah. ignor- I was ignorant to the facts. Yes, right? for a like, while you are. I gotta tell you, I was a little kid. That's like, how everyone grows up. Yeah, yeah. Sure. right. So you're ignorant to the fact of what anything. Yeah, right. You gotta like, you have to learn everything as you go, and if what yeah. you learn involves all of this time in hospitals and all of this time with the experiences that that comes with, then that's just part of life. And and you brought it up, you know, like. I can remember being on an uncle's boat. I can remember being at grandparents' homes. I can remember my first friend. I they're like I have a lot of memories that are clearly pre VHL, mm. where he doesn't. Right. So I'm glad you brought that up because that's who is your favorite friend. Just give him a shout out. My 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 favorite friend, my oldest friend, yeah. my first friend is yeah. Mike Carroll. Mike's down oh, in Florida right shout now. Out Mike Carroll. Yeah. Mike Mike actually, uh, if the surf worked out a little differently today, Aaron, I was gonna take out my very brand new shaped hand shaped custom by Mike uh, when I was down in Florida earlier this year. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, Mike's it's it's in like, you know, family and and generations and stuff is always cool, right? Mike's dad and mom knew my mom and dad and and were best friends with my dad's older brother and his wife. And that's how Mike and I knew each other growing up when family we were little. Family parties. It's family, 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 yeah. right? Yeah. Gotcha. And they lived like three houses down, right? Yeah. So that was like my, my as toddlers and all that, right? And like yeah. now we're now we're boys as as we grew up and now we're adults and you know. Big ups. All, all good. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's great that Michael, but everybody calls him Mike, is playing the piano today. I mean, you can call me whatever you want. I think it's wonderful. I mean, you did I think it backwards. I think it's wonderful. And uh, that, was a, that was a big part of, like, what you were telling me, too, earlier, is that, like, the grandmother 
your grandmother got him this piano. This piano is for a re- very particular reason. Absolutely, it's you know what? Actually, it's real specific. <laughs> yeah. It is like <laughs> really specific. I didn't, and that was enough, right ignorant to the fact. Like, right? I didn't realize how specific it was till like. Speaking of years, specific, years later, I had like kind of dropped the piano a little bit. Acted like a you know I was in high school years you know acted like a fool and then picked up music again. I was like. Oh, <laughs> right. Just, you know, it's just like you like it. Like I sat down. I was like, "Oh, I get it." All right. So, so like this is a big. It was a big deal. This is the most important part of this episode: mm-hmm. the piano. Right. In my life, and I think in in Michael's life too, that piano is the very first step in what later has become very heroic living. My grandmother convinced my mother, and very quickly, your son lost an eye. Your other son might lose his. They might lose both of them. But he's already halfway there. If he has nothing else, if it goes that badly, what do you want him to have? Yeah. Well? Music. So this is this has been throughout his life, even into our adulthood, and being in a band together, and just getting together in the nighttime, and you know, play piano and guitar and bass and drums, and just hang out and be able to just be creative and just like, without even talking, just like be together and be ourselves and still be living our journey and all that. It's it's amazing every time we get to do it, and. Like to get to strum guitars together after all these years, or to get to be sitting here with you having this conversation while he's playing in the background. So that piano is just like it's a keystone to our lives. Same piano. That like that exact not right not just the piano, that piano. Mm. They really do become a centerpiece of your family's story pianos sometimes yeah. in certain families right? yeah they can, yeah, they yeah. Can, it's, for it's, sure. it's an instrument that kind of has that quality because you end up with someone in the family like that's why the piano's there right yeah. not, it, it means something to someone yeah or someone's a yeah a professional or you know just a gifted player yep. or something so in our family yeah it's like i said it's it's like the keystone to very heroic living yeah and and later everything sort of feels like that it's like everything that we do and and everything that we want to keep doing they're they're all things that keep us strong and keep us healthy and sane and content while we're going through all of it it's pretty soothing right now i gotta tell you feels good you know so were you did you pick it up right away were you about five when you started playing yeah like i guess like maybe like six yeah right like six six ish did you feel six and three quarters you know what i mean did you feel the pressure of people wanting you to play yeah it kind of like it wasn't awesome for a while <laughs> it was like you have to play this <laughs> like that was that yeah. was a 
really nice way of saying it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it was, it was not fun, but like, my, my, uh, grandmother would take me to McDonald's afterwards. Well, actually, she would pass McDonald's on a highway and let you smell it. And then, s- <laughs> no. no, no, we would go. No, no, no. Ready? And then, like, on 37, like, she on a busy, like, uh, like, at five o'clock. Yeah. Right? Just like, tra- just like a mess. Yeah. And she would, she only once did she e-break it, but she would she would stop. She would pass it by a quarter mile, and I'd be like, "Oh well, uh, McDonald's is way behind us." <laughs> and she wouldn't, she, not not a word, and she would slam on the like just slam on the. She had a brand new Honda Accord. It's like 1994. She slams on the brakes, kicks it into reverse, and floors it. <laughs> Right, past Burger King in the middle it's of thirty-seven. Like, no, no bur- yeah, in the middle of thirty-seven. Well, she's in the right lane. She's not an animal, right? <laughs> like that's she's not a savage. Like that would be insane. Oh my! She's God. in the right lane at yeah. least. People yeah. are <laughs> swerving to the left lane because there's still people in the right lane. You know, like just trying to live their lives. <laughs> and, you know, like make it to the parkway and like to their families and stuff. Oh my God! You know, as people do, and, and uh. <laughs> Uh, cut two. We're in the McDonald's parking lot, <laughs> but that was you know I would I would get uh they, like they they were trained like I was getting like trained to play the piano and just for a real specific reason I was also on the back end getting trained to get trained because I didn't I didn't really want to do it mm. but in the same respect like I enjoyed it you know what I mean it was like uh, you know like I played a lot of sports it was like play, it was it was one of those things like I like doing it I had a knack for it. You know, and it's, and you know how it is when you're doing something, and it's like even if you're not necessarily like uh, into it at first, you do it well, and you have some confidence, right? And then you get a little encouragement, yeah. and then you get a little, you know, kind of like chest is out, and it's like, oh, cool, I can do this. Oh, I'm pretty good at this. Yeah, I could do this. Wait and it's a second. Like, and and then there's a comparison where it's like, oh, I'm actually like kind of better than most people <laughs> right. who do this. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not. Yeah. That's you know, again, with all humility, cause right. Like I ain't that guy, but but in the same respect, just doing it and being young, doing it, and also having, uh, you know, being being you know having a visual impairment, trying to do all these things that other people do who who don't, right? It was just like, oh, all right, you know, it was like a little more, you know, encouragement because it's like, all right, no, because. That was one of the very specific things. Part of the piano it was like, no nah, man, yeah. we need to. We, he needs to learn learn how to function, you know, better and at, like at full capacity, and also be confident about doing that. Right. Right. And it was, it, and ultimately, I think it was mostly. It's like, you know, visual impairment. It's like, all right, well, if you know, if if he, you know, if he loses, and this is me speculating, right? It's like if he loses his vision. He's got music, but in the same respect, it's like if he doesn't, he's got confidence. Mm. You know what I mean? And I don't know if that was necessarily intentional, right? It's mm. like you know, and, and I'm not a parent, but it's like so, I would not, give I would give your grandma dude, and your parents enough credit to to know that that lot, would instill some confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah a lot yeah. of credit. And yeah. if one didn't do one thing, the other one was doing another. Right. Thing. Yeah. So like my support system was uh, solid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To, to say the least, like right. it was we've been surrounded by really intelligent people and really caring people and well-traveled people and well-versed people and open-minded, you know, and that's been our family. 
you know, landing here with VHL, so to speak, it's like there was so much insight already. Like everybody had, like everybody had so much, ex like just life experience. And then of course it's like, well, we don't know what to do with you. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. You know, it's like, and that's like any parent right. is like, what now? It's like, well, we could like YouTube some stuff and like we have friends <laughs> who have kids and you know, but it, then it gets re super finite and it's like, we're the only ones doing this. Yeah. You know? And then you think about your, our, you know, we think about our parents, it's like, yeah, and anybody does that, right? It's like, wow. That must, you guys, that must have sucked, like, dealing with me, right? That must have been crazy. Like, everybody's had that moment, I think it's at, at some point, but with this whole other burden, mm -hmm. right? Just like right. my parents, like, just all this stress, all this extra, sure, just extra, right? Just, like, extra stuff. And they had a support system, too, you know? Like, we, we had them, we had a whole support system, but my parents, we had family, you know, who everybody was in each other's business, <laughs> you know, but it was like, it was in a good way. There's something you said that I wanted to, to uh, come back to when you talked about being vision impaired and still being really good at the piano. Is that sort of what you mean about feeling like a, like a superhero? Oh yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Cause that, you, that definitely plays in, that plays into yeah. it like big time because it translates to other stuff. Right. You know, like I played a lot of sports mm -hmm. and like I was, you know, I was good at sports. You're quote unquote handicapped. You're coming in going. Oh yeah. I like, I don't even get yeah. a car though. It's yeah. Yeah. I got problems. But it's but true. Whatever. Like, yeah, you're, yeah, you're good enough. You're this good with two eyes. So like basically yeah. whatever I'm doing is at the very least 50% better than what you're doing right. you know? but <laughs> yeah, yeah. with all humility. Like right. It's not, I don't mean to sound, come off any kind of way. Um, but you know, maybe I do. In any case, um, you know, like it, 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 like I said, you know, there's the, you know, being able to function and just, just you know, like now there's this whole other thing that I have to be able to balance out. And then, like I said, you know, and then there's just like building confidence. You know, it's like we got to get him good at something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and and it's like, and it turns out it's like you know I had a sports artistic endeavors you know this and that you know I, I was learning how to play the piano which was way more structured but I was always drawing you know like that turned into all sorts of different outlets and I find myself fortunate to be able to do that because I've always been able to express myself like kind of anywhere I go which that's not something that a lot of people mm. can do it's not available to everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know what I mean it's yeah. like whatever that is you know it's like a uh, biological imperative <laughs> you know it's like but like things get passed on you know and my grandparents artistic on both sides you know you get stuff from different sides of your family and it's like no but you saw the piano was a like there's like a you could see it like down the line like it was a very pivotal thing like you know both my mom's parents played the piano and played instruments my grandfather played the accordion back in the day like just like loved polka <laughs> like like that was like our nighttime hangout you know he would he would like american out polka who knew yeah it, was <laughs> it doesn't sound you know right, what i mean but, yeah. so it's like no but it, you just get all these all these different you know and that's part of the you know our support system like we got so much stuff and a lot of perspective i think that's like if you were to average it out try to like give it a word it's like it just gave us a lot of perspective mm. You know, and, and perspective on how to handle our situation 
just life perspective. Even if we didn't have VHL, it's like, nah, man, if we, if we had these people in our lives, like they had a lot of information, <laughs> you know, they just, they gave us a lot of stuff to, to work with. So I guess one thing that I want to, want to talk about with you guys is like what it meant to have each other to, to go through these experiences growing up. Like, you I talk, mean, I don't like him that much, but yeah, he's like, a jerk. We're, he's we're a jerk. here. We're, we're in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, we're dug in, as it were. <laughs> it's a little bit of. It's obviously we talked a little bit about Big Brother, Little Brother dynamics. That has a lot to do with, you know, how you guys came up and, and dealt with your circumstances, right? Joe, you're almost a, a caretaker for your little brother. You got to take care of him, right? Yeah, you know what? When we were younger, and then when we oh, got yeah, older, time. and then when we got older, that flipped actually in yeah. 2018 when I was probably going to date. Yeah, I am. I'm totally going to check put, my put files. <laughs> I was because <laughs> I thought it flipped in 2016. <laughs> uh, it's like no, I mean, it might no, have flipped wait, in 2016. That, uh, those papers <laughs> I threw on the ground. Uh, yeah. if, if you want to go all the way back to the beginning of the story. Michael was so young that he's still almost a baby, and I was still a little kid. But definitely, it's it's on me to be almost a caregiver for my brother at that point. Yeah, but now it you... says here it's <laughs> it says here that you were a baby. But if we bring it up to 2018, no, hold on, hold on, I'm just reading it wrong. Sounds <laughs> like when I call my nephews. Baby, no, you were right. You were right. You were right. Go he's on. right. He's got it. Fact, fact check Michael's here. As a baby. But if you bring it to our most current situation, <laughs> 32 years later, we're both adults. I was in the worst situation I had ever been, you know, hopefully ever. He was in the worst situation I had ever been. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And so it was, I mean, it was wild. My, my entire family were back to being caregivers and not uh-huh. just for me, but for my wife who's living 24 seven at the house, not being there. She never would have been able to just handle the situation all by herself. None of us really can. And when I say none of us really can, most of us, don't have the kind of support system that we do. Mm-hmm. So you're talking, you know, one or two people struggling. I've got four or five around me at all kind of situations and at all times for this, which is just amazing. And so, I mean, I've got horrible memories, really, about my brother feeding me soup. It's like the most loving thing a brother can do for another brother. But like they're horrible memories because of how badly off I was at the time. But like, let's really acknowledge what kind of support that is, right? It's a beautiful thing. My little do, yeah. brother is yeah. feeding me soup when yeah, yeah. I couldn't take care of myself. What kind My of wife soup? was too tired to take care of herself or me, right? So like, that's the kind of support, do right? You know that's how who hard we are. it is to hold a spoonful of soup for when someone somebody else. doesn't want it. Uh-huh. Who's laying on their side? Yeah, it's worse. It's it's like not even fi- not even just like you know bowl to mouth. It's just like I don't want that. It's like you got to eat it. It's like oh my god, this is what it's like to have a kid. <laughs> this is weird and and obtuse, <laughs> and it may, it's making me uncomfortable. Chicken, eat the soup, soup? Just, <laughs> just and then you got to shove it in his mouth. We're either yeah. we're either talking about Jennifer's homemade chicken soup or my uh-huh. mom's homemade chicken soup. Either, either way, we're talking soup. about it was yeah. delicious. <laughs> right. It was something. It was del- like I was eating the soup. It yeah. was delicious soup, but I'm like, no, look, 
Yeah, <laughs> like, no, it's good. It's good. Is like, and you, you start showing doing, him I'm eating it. I'm like, I'm eating it. Is, is, <laughs> oh, dude, he tried. He, he, tra- he tried the choo choo train. No, he tried- dude, yo, he, was, he wasn't having it. He, I like, I choo chewed, and he just that's I lost. That was the only soup I lost. Just, Seventy-two okay. hours later, we found out I had full-blown meningitis. Oh man, you know what he's describing? Like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to feed him soup, and he's just like, I, you know, I don't want soup, and it's like, and I'm like. You're, yeah, but you're dying. Like you should have some chicken noodle <laughs> soup, soup, and maybe like drink some Gatorade because it's got electrolytes. <laughs> you know, like you, Doc said you need electrolytes to live, and maybe you want to have some soup. <laughs> you know, and it's just, and he's like, like I don't want that. And he's, and it's all like half-assed because he's also dying, which is awkward. It's, it's really just, weak. It's crazy because you know because this yeah. other thing was happening mm-hmm. and we weren't. You know, we weren't aware of it, you know, and in the scheme of things, it's like you're talking to your doctor who's so many miles away and they're like, nah, he's cool. Well, what are his symptoms? <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, well, they're terrible and he's he's gray and he's like, yeah, you should come back, you know, and it's and it's this like play by play thing that's going on. And what you know, and back and to, you know, I, I digress. Um, what's crazy is that like he wasn't there for it. <laughs> Right, <laughs> you know, yeah. like he could say stuff. Yeah, he could yeah. say all he wants, right? Like he could talk and tell you. Stories I remember this like, one mouthful he's got of these soup clips. for like he's thirty got, seconds, yeah, and he's not clip. wrong, it's right? Like he's gonna, he'll tell you, you know, he'll tell you, you know, all sorts of stuff that's like super valid and it's clear, and but it's so disconnected. I can remember like the exact minute for certain things that happened and like the timelines, but I wasn't there for all of it. And like we joke about it and it's, it's like a bit almost, but in, in the same respect, it's like now that that really happened and there's all these other things that are happening and like he's having surgery and is having complications and doesn't even know it and doesn't have any definitive, you know, answer to what's going on and, it, you know, and again, and isn't aware of it and we're like just trying to dial in on like, He's had way too many brain surgeries and recovered way too quickly. Like now we actually have a frame of reference. Mm. This is different this time. Like, yeah. Like, well, between the two of them, they got like a half a baker's dozen of brain surgeries. And this one seems fishy, right? (laughs) Yeah. Why'd you make me do math right there? Half a baker's dozen. He he really, he went harder to the math on that one, didn't he? I had had a moment. I was like, wait, have I ever heard anyone say that before? Yeah. Ever? Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> so here we are. It's wild because it's like, you know, he could tell you all the stories he wants, but like he wasn't there. Yeah. You know? And he's not wrong because there there's like clips. And I and I know that from, from my own experience, which is where he and I just like really stay in the pocket all the time, even if we're not necessarily right next to each other or it hell, like even if we're at odds, which is rare, you know, if it's you know, like really if ever. But, like, we're always in that place because... Of connection? Well, we share the same life experience. Yeah. Right? Like, like he, he's him and I'm me, but, but there's this thing. Right. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. And, and despite us being different people and being years apart and, like, you know, he's, like, eight shades darker than I am and, like, has, like, nappy hair and, like, has a whole other life experience, you know... There's still this, like, well, of course, we're brothers, we're siblings, 
we have the support system. We were brought on, you know, we Callie. She no wants. She wants to get in. She wants to get in on. You know what? This is the part of the episode where we introduce Callie. Sweet girl. She's been so good this whole time. You know, she lets out one little pigeon coo. Ah. We got to let it slide. You guys, it's time to wrap it up. Callie yeah. said so. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's the shared experience. You know, it's like we're, we're, doing, we're doing our own thing. We're different people. You know, even though, you know, even though we're siblings, like, that doesn't always count for really much sometimes. And right. Like, I know siblings who don't talk to each other. Right. Like, they're not close. It's not automatic. You know, it's, yeah, it's just really like this is not a default thing. Um, but we were brought up, you know, in a, in a Latin household, so to speak. And, you know, it was very family oriented. We had family close. But we also had this thing that was just overwhelming, but we were just so connected. And again, it's, it just comes back to life experience, right? Like we're, we're still, you know, as far as very heroic living goes, uh, you know, it's not just about having BHL, right? It's shared life experience. That's relative to everybody's life experience. And that's, you know, where this transcends just having a rare disease or, or a terminal illness before you guys get on the <laughs> You're gonna make that stick, huh? You're gonna make that stick. If I don't think, if I don't make it, then I got nothing. So, it's not always relevant, but it's relevant. We're all doing the same stuff. Oh, on the episode with my brother, that's how he ends it. It's not always relevant, but it's relative. Love you, Michael. Love you guys.